Welcome to the show. You're listening to Johnny's Secret Stash. I'm John Goldman, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam Conley. What's going on, Adam? I'm not sure you. It's been a while. It has. We are fortunate to have Carla Cook by telephone uh, on the radio today. She's actually going to be doing a concert at the Acorn Theater in Three Oaks on September 1st. Don't miss that one. We're going to talk to her about that. Uh, you are listening to Johnny Secret Stash on Radio Harbor Country, WRHC 106.7 out of Three Oaks, Michigan, and WRHZ 93.5 out of Sawyer, Michigan. And of course, you could always stream this, this show th- uh, through the uh, RadioHarborCountry.org website or through the TuneIn app. Uh, and. Um, we are uh, looking forward to, to listening to the interview with Carla Cook. Um, want to start out playing a little bit of her... Fu- no, Carla Cook is the daughter of Sam Cook. She um, was only about four months old when Sam Cook died at the age of 33 in 1964 in California. Uh, that's an interesting story. Maybe we'll get to that. Uh, maybe we won't get to that. But uh, I want to play you uh, one of Sam Cooke's bigger songs. It was um, considered a little bit of a protest song. You know, he kind of was a singer, songwriter, entertainer, and he uh, took a stand. And here's an example of Sam Cooke taking a stand. And we're going to come back and talk a little bit more. Here you go. Telling me don't hang 
It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes it will. Then I go to my brother and I say, brother. Help me please But he winds up Knocking me That's Sam Cooke. Uh, Sam Cooke was uh, originally with the Soul Stirrers starting in the early 50s, and then he went off on his own, and he's written some of those songs that, you know, just have uh, a permanent place in society that you might not even have realized he wrote, you know, because they're played by so many other people. You got What a Wonderful World, Bring It On Home to Me, You Send Me, Twisting the Night Away. Uh, another Saturday night. He even wrote Chain Gang, which I think uh, Aretha Franklin made mm-hmm. pretty famous. Um, they consider him the, you know, the king of soul. He invented soul music. Uh, and uh, like I was saying, he died at the age of 33. I mean, real young. He uh, certainly had a much bigger career ahead of him. And uh, he had a bunch of kids. Uh, one of his kids was Carla Cook who was only four months old when he died, uh, she, you know, she kind of had a, uh, a life, or uh, a regular um, life raising kids. She raised seven kids, and then she got to be 50 or in her 50s, and she thought, well, you know, I'm, I've been singing all my life, and I'm familiar with my dad's stuff, and she went on the road, and she started doing this review that they're bringing to the Acorn Theater, and so we were awesome. fortunate enough to to be able to talk with her. Uh, we're going to get there. Um, but, uh, you know, kind of a, an interesting whole life. So let's, let's do it. Let's, uh, let's check out the interview that we did of her, Adam and I did. And uh, here we go. Carla Cook playing at the Acorn Theater on September 1st. Carla Cook with us on the phone. Uh, Carla, how are you? I'm doing good, thank you. All right, uh, and I'm John Goldman, and Adam Conley here is my co-host, and uh, you are playing at the Acorn Theater on Sunday, September 1st, and looking forward to that for sure. Uh, have you been on tour? I have. I, I've been on tour for about three years now. Oh wow! Um, with the Sam Cooke Experience. 
And the Sam Cooke experience explained to us a little bit uh, your relationships with Sam Cooke and, you know, how this uh, um, project got started. Okay. I am the youngest daughter of the legendary Sam Cooke. And uh, this project got started because I felt as if um, it was my time to go out and do something um, as far as bringing, keeping my father's music alive. I've been married for like 32 years and have seven children, so they're all grown. And I just pray to to God, and I said, it's my time, so, you know, Lord, please find a way to help me make it happen. And um, he That's made a terrific. way. I reached out to an agent, and um, we got things started, and uh, it went on from there. So I'm touring now all over the country, um, bringing my father's music to audiences, young and old. Terrific. Uh, and what kind of musical background did you have before you started this project? Well, I pretty much grew up in the church like my father did. Uh, he grew up in the church, and I have a church background as well. Uh, I sang in a choir. Uh, I formed my own musical group, somewhat like he did. Uh, we did concerts every year for youth month, and uh, I went on from there. Did you grow up in the Chicago area? I did not. Uh, I grew up in the Michigan area. Oh, okay. What part of Michigan? And uh, I'm uh, we're all looking at our hands, you know, because you got to use the glove analogy. Uh-huh. <laughs> in metro Detroit area. Okay, great. I live great. outside of Detroit. Gotcha. All right. Uh, and what was the band that you were playing with before you started doing the Sam Cooke experience? Um, I didn't play with the band. I was always by myself. I did music on my own. Um, I used to do, um, like I said, church events or do um, special events that people would um, want me to do for them. So I never went out on a tour, per se. Okay, gotcha. Did you do any recording before you uh, uh, started doing the music of your father? I did. I dabbled in some recordings. Um, I did um, my recording uh, A Time to Remember, which has some of my father's music as well as music that I wrote myself. Okay, gotcha. Uh, So what was it like growing up as the daughter of Sam Cooke? Did people know that that you were his daughter? And uh, did, you know, did you get certain kind of attention because of that? Well, um, my father passed away when I was almost four months old. I was born in August and he passed away in December, December 11th. Yeah. I'm 64. So I didn't grow up, you know, with having him in my life. Um, that's still a void of mine in my heart. Uh, I wish I had the chance to grow up with him in my life and, you know, be daddy's little girl. But um, I just had to grow up learning about him through his music and through other family members. Was, uh, were you close with your siblings? Uh, he has other siblings that are still alive, but we talk, uh, every now and then, uh, but we didn't grow up in the same area. Sure, sure. And I understand that, uh, the whole Sam Cook family, he had, uh, what, seven or eight brothers and sisters? Yes, he did, seven. And, and other... <laughs> like, kids. And... and <laughs> Uh, one of your uncles, um, one of his brothers, uh, w- had uh, a career himself, right? He did. My uncle L.C., yes. Yeah. Uh, but your dad was the, considered the king of soul, and, uh, you know, some things I've seen talked about him being sort of the inventor of soul. Uh, 
did mm-hmm. did that influence the kind of music you listened to when you were growing up or or got to play yourself? It did because I always I was as a little girl I would sit in the corner and just listen to my father's music and still now I'm amazed at what he can do with a song. Uh so it did influence me. I really wanted to touch people's souls just as like he did with his music and I'm hoping I'm getting there. <laughs> well, he was a terrific writer too. You know, some of his songs have just surpassed the test of time and and uh, are applicable even today. Some of his protest type songs. It, yeah. Did did that influence any of your writing style? Of course, you know, pretty much my father always wrote about love. So I'm an advocate. All I do is write about love songs as well. Um, I don't venture out. And anything else but that. But, you know, he was a big, huge civil rights um, activist as well, um, which came with the song, A Change Is Gonna Come. Right, right. So, uh, you know, you had the the genes for sure for uh, music. Uh, did you also have influences from your family members on uh, his music or uh, other types of music that, that, you know, has influenced the kind of music that you play today? Um, you know, I really love Barbara Streisand. Um, <laughs> that is someone who I grew up listening to as well. Um, her and Roberta Flack, uh, she was a big influence on my musical style. So I would crumble all those three up into one. <laughs> right. Uh, so you mentioned that you've been on tour for about three years. Uh, what parts of the country have you been going through? Wow, I've been somewhere everywhere. We've been down to Maine. We've been to Washington. We've been to Chicago, Vermont. I've just been somewhere everywhere. It's been really beautiful because I get to see so many different parts of the country. California. Um, it's just been a blast. I really articulated to my father was on the road on the Chitlin circuit. And I go with my band and we drive everywhere. We drive over the country too. So That's the I way really, to see it. Yeah. I really appreciate that I had the chance to just see different parts of the country. So explain to us a little bit, uh, you know, what what you plan to do on your show. Well, when you come to my show, you will get to hear all of my father's hit songs. um, From his first hit song on down to some gospel songs that he did with the Soulsters. I'm also going to do a little bit um, of myself. I like to incorporate um, Whitney Houston, so I would do one of her songs and another um, legendary artist as well yeah. that I love. So it's going to be a good show. I mean, I incorporate my father in all ways. Do you uh, uh, talk about you know where the song came from or anything like that? Do you give, provide some history about I- Yes, I do. I give some musical background to uh, on the songs, on um, a few of the songs that I do. So, yeah, I do history as well. So, what was your aha moment that you know when you decided that you're going to go on the road, you're going to take this show and and uh, make something of it? Well, I always wanted to do this. Um, when I turned 50, as I said, um, I said it was my turn. Mama did everything for everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for her to do some things that she really loved to do and was deep inside my heart. And um, my father's music is something that's very uh, special to me. And 
I felt that I needed to go out and just um, bring his music. I mean, 50 years later, his music still resonates in the hearts of so many people. It not does. Not only in the States, but across the boundaries, across in different countries as well. So I figured, let well, I do it. You know, I'm his daughter. Other people are out there doing it, but who better to do it than his daughter? So. That was Carla Cook. We were interviewing her. We'll come back to that. Uh, you know, I kind of want to play some of her music. She had, uh, on Spotify, there's two songs, and she's in the midst of putting together an album. Uh, I guess it's going kind of piece by piece. She didn't get too much into that later in the interview, but but I was able to find some of her music on Spotify, and, you know, it's, it's really pretty good. It's uh, definitely has that feel like her dad's music did um there's this one in particular i'm going to play for you called colorblind that uh also has a writing credit by sly stone um and it you know kind of starts out with a uh a spoken word um uh statement to it so check it out let's we'll uh we'll come back after this they don't want you to be a law-abiding person they don't want you to be a respecter of the law. They want you to be a criminal. They want you to be a lawbreaker. They want you to be immoral so they'll have an alibi to come in and bust your head with their club. Mm-hmm. 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 
Carla Cook and Sly Stone, and that had a little reach back to uh, um, her dad, Sam Cook's music, Change Is Gonna Come. That was kind of cool, you know? Yeah. Uh, she doesn't mention that in the interview. That's kind of interesting that uh, she got to sing with Sly Stone or at least put out a song with him, and... and um, uh, she's pretty focused on her dad's music. That and you know, Sly's like the kind of guy that probably was inspired by her father, and uh, you know, became more popular after her father's death in '64. Uh, we are you're listening to Johnny's Secret Stash. I'm John Goldman, and I got uh, Adam Conley, my co-host, here with me. And uh, our guest today is Carla Cook. We previously recorded an interview with her, and we're going to come back to that. Uh, you're listening to us on Radio Harbor Country. You can listen to Radio Harbor Country through the website, radioharborcountry.org. You can stream us through that or the TuneIn app or listen to us on the broadcast, WRHC out of Three Oaks, Michigan, 106.7 FM. Or 93.5 WRHZ out of Sawyer, Michigan. Uh, and uh, we have a podcast as well. It's Johnny's Secret Stash with no H. You can find us on Podbean or iTunes or the um, that app on your on your phone. I don't think they're calling it iTunes anymore. Didn't they uh, you know, yeah, bury they that name now? That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All my iTunes paraphernalia is now going to yeah, not be not worth anything. Anymore. Oh, well. <laughs> and, of course, Johnny Secret Stash is underwritten by Harbor Country Hydroponics out of New Buffalo, Michigan, for everything you need to grow your own secret stash. What do you think? Let's play another Sam Cooke song. Yeah. Have any in mind that you want to listen to, Mr. Conley? I, I don't think you can skip over uh, Bring It On Home to Me. Let's do that. Awesome. All right, here you go. Bring it all home to me, yeah. 
Bring It On Home to Me by Sam Cooke. And we are fortunate enough to have Carla Cook, Sam's daughter, on the show. Uh, not physically in the studio, but we did a telephone interview with her, and we're going to weave that into the show. She's playing at the Acorn Theater on September 1st, so don't miss that one. Uh, this show's playing on September 30th, so plenty of time to be able to get your tickets. Hopefully it's not sold out if you haven't already gotten your tickets, but it sounds like it's going to be a hell of a show. She plays a bunch of her dad stuff, and then she's got her own a couple songs that she's come out with uh, as part of sort of a teaser for an album that's still in the works, it sounds like. Let's... Um, uh, let's listen to the rest of the interview that we did with Carla Cook. Who's, who's in your band? Um, uh, my band members are, believe it or not, they're all like church guys. <laughs> they're, um, most of them are, uh, come from pastor's children. They're pastor's children. So, it's really good to have them because I have a spiritual connection as well. So we all click, and they're a bunch of young guys <laughs> who are really good. Very talented, I bet. Yes, yes. Uh, what's one of your dad's favorite songs of yours? Of course, the change is going to come. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's like at the top of the list, I would say. And you send me. Yeah. Great. Uh, so you mentioned that you were um, just four months old when your dad died. Um, you know, at what point did you become aware of of the fact that your that was your dad? Was it, uh, you know, because you didn't have him in the house at that point. Uh, certainly by the time you were old enough to realize what was going on. And so was there a point when, you know, you became aware of that? And how did that change you going forward? I believe I was very young. I was very young. My mother um, told me that he was my father. And we knew, she knew so many different entertainers. And I was always around entertainers. And I was always introduced as the daughter of Sam Cooke. Sing, Carla, sing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what people did. <laughs> uh-huh. So, yeah, I, I didn't really know what it really meant that I was his daughter <laughs> until I got older and said, wow, you know, I am Sam Cooke's daughter. You know, so many people, people like um, Cooper Gooden Jr., people would come up to me and just when they find out that I'm his daughter would bend down on their knees and kiss my hand and I'm like, oh wow. <laughs> he influenced so many people, you know, he yes, was such a big did. part of so many people's lives that that must have yes, been a, a very nice thing for them to be able to to meet you and uh and meet them. <laughs> yeah, and and for you to meet them. Yeah, Cuba Gooding Jr., that's it's quite an interesting uh a person to come up to you to to yeah. uh uh, so did, did you have other experiences like that, too? Other famous people when they found out your relationship to Sam Cooke? Yeah, when they do, they all want to, you know, of course, come and meet me and see how I'm doing. I have a show with Smokey Robinson later on this year. I can't wait to meet him. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. So yeah. are, are you um, playing with him, or is it uh, opening for him and getting a chance to play with him, too? What, what's that um, about? 
Groove is the 10th anniversary um, of the Malt Shop um, cruise. So I'm on that cruise with him. And, I mean, I'm excited. The Beach Boys will be on there and so many other different talents will be on there. Um, I can't wait. When's that? That sounds great. That is November the 2nd. November the 2nd. And is it going to be your standard show, or is it a little bit different? Yeah. No, it's going to be my standard Your regular show. show. Great. Uh, so where else have you been? I, the, you know, the Acorn Theater in Three Oaks is a just a terrific venue. I think you're really going to enjoy that. Uh, yeah. Where else have you been playing? Um, Bethesda. Um, I played there at the Bethesda, um, was it the Dinner Club down there? All right. Um, Artists always play. Um, I played in Chicago. Uh, there's so many. You get me coming down to say which one. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, I, I hear you. <coughs> so many that yeah. I've encountered. Right. I would be You've been doing it for three years. Yeah. This is based in Michigan, so I will be in Michigan again in Ann Arbor at the Greenwood Coffee House, but that's not until Valentine's Day. Oh, uh, okay. So you get a little bit of a break. You're going to... Uh, do this show. You've got some other things coming up, but you get to get home in between. I do. I do get to home in between for a little bit, <laughs> but I'm always out. Yeah. Uh, and all the kids are out of the house already. They are. They're grown. That's they amazing. Grown. All seven. <laughs> <laughs> They're grown. Yeah. People say that I look like my daughter, so you got to see. I guess I got that Sam Cook jeans. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, he they died perpetually, uh, perpetually young at thirty-three. Um, it's a blessing. Yeah. It's a blessing. Um, did you say thirty-three? Who's thirty-three? Uh, wasn't your dad thirty-three when he died? Oh yes, he did. I thought you said me. I was about to say. Wait a minute. Oh uh, no. I, well, listen. I, I'm looking at your picture on the website, and and you don't look much older than thirty-three. But, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. he died at an age where. Every picture, he's kind of perpetually young. You know, he never, yes. he never really aged. He he right. was in his prime for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you have any um, renditions by other people of his music that you really enjoy? You know what I really enjoyed when Patti LaBelle sung it at one of the uh, presidential. Um, what was it? It was one uh, like Barack a Medal of Obama Honor thing. First spoke. Yeah, she did it. Oh, she tore it up. A change is gonna come. Um, oh. I've heard so many do a change is gonna come. Al Green, so many different people. I love it. I like it when they do it. It still shows reference to my dad and that um, his music means so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So um, I understand that uh, a lot of the um, the royalties and stuff for your dad's music doesn't necessarily go to his family. Was there any problem with trying to do this show with uh, with that being the case? No. I okay, good. <laughs> no, I know APCO Music owns all his uh, music, and I know them. I know the president, and we have no, nothing at well, all. Well, <laughs> and, and your show probably is a benefit to them, too, getting getting the songs out there. Yeah, of course. 
did you uh so you talked about playing with uh smoky robinson um who else have you had an opportunity to sing with um you know i did for the i did a tribute to um oh wow Walk on by. I did walk on by um, at one of the R and B Hall of Fames. I did that. Um, I haven't sung with any. Oh, Gerald Austin. I sang with him at the R and B Hall of Fames. Oh, right. Change is gonna come for Gerald Austin from the Manhattan. That's um, and Billboard said it was the highlight of the night, so it was a show stopping. Ah, show. right. Nice. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> I really did that. So, yeah. uh, you know, your voice is just beautiful. Uh, did you grow up taking voice lessons or just singing along to the radio? Or, you know, what's your your background with uh, singing? I grew up just singing. I never took voice lessons. Um, I would guess say that church played a major part in it. When I was young, it's just singing to the radio. Uh, but when you go into church and you join a choir, they build your vocals and they teach you how to do harmonize, harmony right. with other different parts. So I would say that that was a huge influence on my musical background and musical training. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you uh, have a relation with your other, uh, your your father's other siblings? Have you done any kind of compilations with any of them? I haven't done any compilations with them. Um, my uncle LC, I was very, very close to him, and he passed away. So um, just recently, a couple no, of years ago, right? Yeah, just a couple of years ago. Um, matter of fact, he did. I had a radio um, show that day, and um, his last interview was with me. Um, he passed away that night, I believe. Oh wow! Yes, my radio show with him when did you do a radio show i just did it on a whim they asked me to do it <laughs> was it something you did over a period of time no 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 just a just single show night. yeah i i did do for the um for uk um usa um i used to do like kind of um drops radio drops for them and just introduce a song and tell a little bit about the song and the artist that was very cool yeah I yeah liked it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you have created your own music, and that seems to have come about relatively recently, right? Yes, I am. I'm working on an album with some music that I've written. Um, hopefully, I'll have it done soon. I've been on it for all this year, so hopefully, it'll be done soon. Okay. Uh, and you do you play any of those songs in your show? I do. Sometimes I do. Great, great. Are there uh, other songs, uh, you know, not by your father or by yourself? And uh, you mentioned um, Whitney Houston, you're a big fan of hers. Any other mm -hmm. ones that you incorporate into your show? Barbara Streisand. With oh, movie. yeah. Um, um, Evergreen, I do that. Um, God Bless the Child, I do that. Uh, that's about it. Yeah, yeah. nice. Mm -hmm. When you uh, so the the album, do you have an album coming out? Is that it? You're in the process of putting together an album. Yes, and I am. And, and have you released any other albums? No. no okay. I haven't. So the albums that you're putting together, uh, have you written all the songs for it, or do you work with someone to write the songs? I wrote all the songs myself. 
and you uh where do you you know get inspired to write your own music it just comes to me yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah it just comes to me and maybe comes to me in the middle of the night or middle of the day and i just have to get up and write it down maybe it first comes with a tune in my head and then i have to then i go back and write the words to it right right oftentimes it comes like that and and your songs are uh primarily love songs and things like that. Any protest aspect to any of the songs you've written? No, not yet. Yeah. No. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, and so is there a release date for this upcoming album, or it's, it's just in the works? I don't have a release date yet. Um, I'm still working on it, so uh, um, hopefully, like I said, um, I'll be finished soon and get it out there. And where have you been doing your recording for the songs? I'm at a studio um, in my right by me. Uh, in the I'm Detroit area. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Well, uh, we are really looking forward to having you uh, at the Acorn Theater on September 1st, um, and uh, you're going to have your full band with you. I am. I am. So uh, I you, you, we um, talked about who you know who's in the band, but uh, what kind of um, you know, music do you bring with you? Uh, guitar player, drummer? Um, I have my um, keyboard player, uh, my guitar player, my bass guitar player. I'll have uh, my drummer and my horn player. Oh, nice. Uh, a nice big round musical group. That's great. <laughs> yes. Uh, sounds good. Well, again, we're very much looking forward to seeing and hearing you on Sunday, September 1st at the Acorn Theater in Three Oaks, Michigan. And uh, looking forward to, to hearing some of your, your personally created music as well and uh, the release of your album whenever that comes about. Okay. Uh, and it was terrific having you on the show. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Everybody, come on out here and be in for a special treat, <laughs> especially if you're a Sam Cooke fan. Yeah. All right. Great. Thank you. Thank and that was Carla Cook, daughter of Sam Cooke. She was uh, about, what did she say, four months old yeah. when, uh, when her dad died. And uh, she's playing at the Acorn Theater on Sunday, September 1st, the Sunday of Labor Day weekend. Get your tickets. Sounds like it's going to be a great show. She plays, sounds like she plays a lot of her dad's stuff and then, you know, just kind of stuff that she likes as well. And maybe we'll get to hear one of her uh, her songs. Um, I'm John Goldman, and I got Adam Conley here, and uh, we're Johnny Secret Stash. Happy to have had Carla Cook on the show. I'm going to play uh, her one of her other songs. That's on Spotify called Sinner Man. Here we go. The legendary Sam Cook, and uh, this project got started because I felt as if um, it was my time to go out and do something. Oh, Sinner Man, we're gonna run to. Sinner Man, we're gonna run to. We're gonna run to. All on that day. Well, I run to the rock Please hide me, I run to the rock Please hide me, I run to the rock Please hide me, yeah, all on that day But the rock cried out 
cow that was carla cook those are some pipes on her yeah she's a singer that was great and uh, carla cook daughter of sam cook uh and you just heard the end of the interview that adam and i had to got an opportunity to to have with her uh she's playing at the acorn theater on sunday september 1st get your tickets uh you know sam cook uh died when he was 33 and he really had uh, quite a um you know musical repertoire behind him at the time of his death you know he's got uh change is gonna come twisting the night away um you send me he wrote chain gang and another saturday night you know he he was uh, involved in a lot of that stuff and he um like I said before, he was the king of soul. You know, he basically like created soul. But that last song from her was, you know, kind of like right smack in that genre. She's got amazing voice and uh, kind of a fun little build up mm-hmm. tune, you know. Yeah, good stuff. So uh, we uh, are fortunate enough this week to have had the um, uh, the fair, the uh, Bering County Youth Fair. Yeah. Did you get out there this week? Oh, yeah. I've been there um, 
four days already. You've been there for four days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, your son. Uh, in the middle. He he's pretty active in there, right? Yeah, he's there all week. Sket uh, raises animals and shows the animals and mm-hmm. stuff. You win prizes for that? Is that how that works? Yeah, you get ribbons and trophies. Well, that's prizes. You get prizes, yeah, and then yeah. some of them you sell, so you get money. Oh, that must be hard. Sell, you know, you raise them as sort of a pet, and well, you. I guess that's that's farming, like the pigs and turkeys and whatnot. You know? Yeah, the mean animals. You sell those ones. All the <laughs> <way>. <laughs> Not the cows. No. Well, he, does he raise they don't cows? Have any cows no. But uh, what alpacas and llamas yeah, and uh, goats. Chickens, pigs, uh, like said, turkeys. He has a chinchilla out there. Chinchilla, that's got to be a different kind of environment required. Other, you know, different than chickens. You yeah, know, they're not they, just roaming around. You can't like really let it. In, in a cage, but yeah, what do they? What do chinchillas eat? I don't know. Like other chinchillas? No, I don't think. I think they're don't they? And they raise them for fur, right? Well. Some people do. I mean, I think you need a lot of chinchillas. Yeah, to right. get anything <laughs> They're pretty small. Yeah, but I think they just happen to have them because they're cool looking. And, and uh, we were talking about the demolition derby they have there. Yeah. That sounds kind of fun. It was fun. I went to my first demolition derby. It was awesome. Car, the car demolition derby or the uh, no, truck demolition derby? No, the one derby? I went to was trucks and like minivans. And then cars was the next day, and I did not get to that. Yeah. But yeah, I was. I want to be in the demolition derby. Firing <laughs> any rollovers, especially with those no, uh, minivans. You know, you could see them being kind of top no, heavy. Nobody flipped over. A little T-bone action and you fall yeah. to the side. None of that. No, they had I think seven or eight minivans in this sort of concrete barricaded off area. You know, so there's not a lot of room to like get going very fast. It's just, yeah, it's probably you know, best. Yeah. So no, there was nothing. Nothing flipped over. I think they do have to all have. Like roll cages, uh-huh. them, though, right? You know, so if they do roll over, you're not going to get smashed. Yeah. But. And do they like paint up the the trucks? And yeah, the... there's, yeah, there's just spray paint. Oh, okay. Because you know, if it were me, I would go all out and make it look. Oh yeah. Really fancy. Right, you know, like but... uh, neon day glow kind of stuff. That would yeah, be kind of cool. There is some of that, but it's it's very. Half shot. Yeah, you know? yeah, it definitely looks like spray paint, not yeah. not. Uh, <laughs> Uh, not like the further bus or anything like that. Like, right. you know, nice. Well, listen, the whole point is to try to destroy the car. So yeah. you don't want to put too much effort into uh, the painting. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds fun. And then a couple bands there, right? Yeah. So um, they have bands uh, throughout the day, kind of in the food court area, the, the mall stage, it's called. Just kind of a nice little grassy area. Cool. What? Uh, Andrew Fisher Quartet? I, I saw a bit of the Andrew Fisher Quartet last night. Uh-huh. Um, the day before that, when I was there, there was some uh, teenager kids playing there, and they were doing, you know, um, Guns N' Roses and, you know, White Stripes and stuff like All that. All right. Any good? They're, they're really it's cool. the next yeah, generation of uh, local musicians. Yeah. Awesome. They were good, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and speaking of which, uh, you are playing September 1st at uh, Labor Days at uh, yeah, Burnham I'm, Brewery. I'm kind of. Uh, another another power group, another uh, super group. Well, yeah, I'm not. What, you really and Dustin Lau. And it, I don't. Yeah, I'm just kind of filling in and sitting in for the day, I think. So, well, so what's that band called? Who's it's in it? It's called Modern Vultures. And it's. Uh, I know it's Dustin Lau and Blake Vissing. I don't know 
really who else is there. All right, so I'd be hesitant to say because I'm not sure. And Blake's a lead guitar player too. Yep. So dual lead guitars, that'll oh, be know. awesome. I don't know. You don't know how they're going to. I don't know what my role is. Yeah. Well, all right. Sounds awesome. Uh, this is uh, John Goldman and Adam Conley, and you're listening to Johnny's Secret Stash on uh, Radio Harbor Country. You can listen to us through the the um, stream on Radio Harbor Country, radioharborcountry.org, or you can uh, check out the the um, the whole radio show or radio station on the TuneIn app. And, um, of course, you can listen to the broadcast through uh, 106.7 out of Three Oaks, Michigan. That's WRHC and WRHZ 93.5 out of Sawyer, Michigan. And then this show uh, is podcasted as well as Johnny Secret Stash with No H. Um, available through the Apple app because I don't think it's iTunes yes. anymore. Nope. <laughs> and uh, and Podbean. Um, and wherever else you get your iTunes, wherever else you get your podcast, you might be able to find us there as well. Uh, we were extremely fortunate to be able to have had an opportunity to chit chat with Carla Cook, who is the daughter of Sam Cook. Uh, she has been doing a review of her father's tunes and sort of tunes from the era and tunes inspired by her father, uh, as well as her own songs touring with a band sounds like there's a uh horn player and keyboards and uh guitar and drummer and then she's an outstanding singer we were just listening to yeah. one of her songs she's got quite the pipes um sam cook you know like what we were saying i mean died at a pretty young age and is like you know kind of time in a bottle in a sense like he you know everything is just historical it's yep. you know there's no there's no future with uh um, the stuff he created but you know looking at his song list i can think of a lot of versions that um you might have become familiar with and didn't even realize that they came from him what a wonderful world and didn't louis armstrong do a great version of that one um I'm pretty sure he did i think that's a different Oh, all right. I don't know, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I don't know either. But we're going to listen to, we're going to close it out and listen to Sam Cook's What a Wonderful World. Good to have uh, Carla Cook on the show. Make sure you check her out at the Acorn Theater on September 1st. Here's her dad with Wonderful World. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology Don't know much about a science book Don't know much about the French I took But I do know that I love you And I know that if you love me too What a wonderful world this would be Don't know much about geography Don't know much trigonometry don't know much about algebra Don't know what a slide rule is for But I do know what it one is too And if this one could be with you What a wonderful world this would be Now I don't claim to be an A student 
But I'm trying to be For maybe by being an A student, baby I can win your love for me Don't know much about history Don't know much biology Don't know much about a science book Don't know much about the French I took But I do know that I love you And I know that if you love me too What a wonderful world this would be La ta 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 History All right. Well, clearly the wrong uh, wonderful world song. I was thinking it was that uh, that song that Louis Armstrong does. Um, and I think like Kiwanuka does that too or something like that. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that, that was that song from uh, Animal House. Yeah. I love that one. That's great. Uh, Sam Cooke and uh, again, Carla Cooke was uh, uh, on our show. So glad to be able to li- hear from her. Let's play another Sam Cooke song to close us out. Any uh, any suggestions, Mr. Adam Conley? How about how about you send me? Sounds good. All right, here we go with you send me, and uh, you're closing out Johnny's secret stash. Maybe we'll see everybody over at Carla Cook yeah. or or at Labor Days. Take care. Or both. Darling, you. Honest you do so long Now I find myself wanting to marry you and take you home Whoa, whoa
infatuation But ooh, it's lasted so long Now I find myself wanting To marry you and take you home I know, I know, I know Send me honest to you. 